There's been military vehicles seen in New York, in California. My only question is, who are they preparing to fight? I honestly want to just preach happy times are here again. God keeps putting these fiery sermons and messages on my heart. And I guess it is just a sign of the time that we're living in. My brother out of California sent me these military vehicles today being shipped into California on railroads. It's my understanding that the United States is not at war right now with anyone. Matter of fact, the news the other day said that they were pulling out all of the conflicts that we were in in order to minimize our people's exposure to the coronavirus. Nonetheless, military vehicles have been seen in California and New York. My only question is, who are they preparing to fight? We are American citizens, right? As far as I know, there's no major civil unrest anywhere. I haven't seen New Yorkers, uh, you know, fighting each other in line to get uh, <laughs> groceries, killing each other over, uh, you know, some oranges and tissues and life saw. I haven't seen any major civil unrest in California. People busting down windows, breaking into homes, uh, you know, uh, you know, stealing goods and, uh, you know, disrupting services. I haven't seen any civil unrest for them to bring in the military vehicles. As far as I know, the government continues to tell us we have more than enough food. The government continues to tell us there's no shortage of cleaning supplies and tissues. It's just a backlog of them uh, shipping the inventory. So my question is, who are they preparing to fight? President Trump said recently wrote on his Instagram that we are fighting an invisible enemy. He said in many speeches recently since then that the world is at war with an invisible opponent. I'm preaching already. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for war. Rouse the warriors. Let all the fighting men draw near and attack. Beat your plows into swords and your pruning hooks into spiel. Let the wriggling say, I am strong. I mean, let the weakling say, I am strong. Come quickly, all you nations from every side and assemble there. And assemble there. Bring down your warriors, Lord. Prepare for war. Jesus, rouse your warriors. Mm. Let all the fighting men draw near and attack. Recently, New York uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo said, I do not uh, for the life of me understand the reluctance to use the Federal Defense Production Act. This law was enacted after the Korean War to ensure the United States has enough supplies for its defense. So what are we defending against? God, I'm preaching. So the governor, Andrew Cuomo, wants the federal government under President Trump to enact this federal Defense Production Act legislation. Now, it has been said that the president has enacted some of this legislation already. God, I'm, I'm speaking to somebody. But this uh, act specifically was designed to uh, privatize, for the most part, many of uh, the American companies and industries 
for military use, right? You know, China already has the ability to do that given the type of government they have. Russia already has the ability to do that given the type of government they have. And many other countries. The United States, who, you know, kind of coins ourselves as being a free market society and capitalism, don't really have those measures in place. But this act allows us to be able to do that. So I want to know what are we defending against? Why would Governor Andrew Cuomo say that he wants us to enact this warlike policy when we're not at war? As far as I know, right? <laughs> I'm preaching right now, but y'all don't want to hear me. So I know the mainstream news media propaganda wants you to believe that it's the coronavirus or these cold-like symptoms, but I'm seeing tanks and Humvees for the flu, right? I'm talking to somebody, aircraft carriers for the flu, right? Y'all don't want to hear me. I agree with this pandemic, but we haven't even crossed 30,000 deaths worldwide and we're shipping tanks all to the coastal states. Somebody tell me what's going on. There's military vehicles that's been seen in New York and California. But my only question is, who are they preparing to fight? President Trump said it's an invisible enemy. He said there is no doubt that they are in a fight, but he said they're not in a fight with us. He said it's an invisible enemy. Matter of fact, to ensure that you don't see this enemy, they have um, locked you down. Ah, that's all right. So you locked inside your houses. Uh, uh, right now, travel is restricted outside the U United States. God, I'm preaching. Y'all don't want to hear me. Um, they don't want you to see this enemy. But I mean, I guess we can't see this enemy, right? As far as I'm concerned, as far as they say, we can't see this enemy. But yet they put in tanks and, uh, oh God, and military Humvees and aircraft carriers. Yet they mobilize in the military. But I thought this was an invisible enemy that we can't see. So where is this enemy at? Y'all don't hear me preaching. So they've locked you down inside your house. They've uh, created travel restrictions, right? In certain cities and certain states you can't go to, right? Y'all don't want to hear this. Y'all, yeah. <laughs> so President Trump said that the malaria drug could at least uh, cure or treat the coronavirus. And then many states enacted laws, including my state, Nevada, limiting access to the malaria drug. So he said that that uh, the malaria drug could either cure or at least treat it, right? This is based on the research that he has, based on his team and based on the people that's all around him. And you know he got to have the highest amount of research team in the whole world. This is just facts. He got he got access to more information than any of us in the whole world. So why would he come out and say that? And then they enact laws. The, the governors then say, oh, no, enact laws so that you can't use the malaria drug. So what's going on here, right? Mm. I told y'all that the anti-malaria drug was made using the DNA of black Americans, the children of Israel, the tribe of Judah. I also told you that everyone at the top of the government knows who we are and knows that we are and knows why we are fighting and who we are fighting. Uh, the children also of Judah and the children of Jerusalem have ye sold into the Grecians. I mean, you sold them to the Americans. I mean, you sold them to the Britons. I mean, you sold them to the Germans that ye might remove them far away from their border. We far away from our borders right now. So God said, because you have sold my people into slavery, I will also gather all nations and will bring them down to the Valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage, Israel, heritage, Israel, uh, Listen to that word, heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among all nations and parted my land. So God said that my people Israel today is scattered among all nations. Now we didn't, we, we didn't scatter ourselves. He said they are scattered 
amongst all nations. Someone scattered us. Someone sold us. So you got to go right back up to the other uh, to the other verse. Somebody sold us to the Grecians, to the Americans, to the Romans. I'm trying not to make this fiery because some people say they don't understand me when I make it so fiery. So I'm just trying to just list the facts here that we were sold. They said that somebody was sold. That God said his people were sold to the Grecians. So this is what he's mad about. Who the Grecians right now? <laughs> That's okay. You can look at your ancestry line. I can tell you who the Grecians, the Romans, uh, the Americans, the Britons, the Australians. That's okay. We don't want to get into it. That's all right. Y'all don't want to hear this real truth. So, so God said, in the end times, right, I will bring all the nations, meaning all the armies, down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. There is a valley where God said, in this valley, he will plead with them. Imagine this. Creator of the universe begging the nations of the world for his heritage heritage means birthright not people that say they are Jews and are not but heritage means birth or bloodline or background so for, or history so if i can trace you all the way back to all these plagues if i can make you back to all these curses then you are israel god said my heritage israel meaning the background meaning the history israel meaning that you that you line up with all of these scriptures israel my heritage not because you just woke up one day and said you was uh, that said you was black ish right or you said that you was a jew just one day you know what i'm and, and then we all just believed it for 150 years no he said that well, uh, God, y'all don't hear me. He said in my heritage, meaning bloodline, meaning birthright, meaning history. So his history is in the Bible. God, God outlines the history and the prophecies and the future. So it's so easy to tell who these people are. It's, it's not hard to see, but we still, we still stuck in. I don't know what we stuck in. So anyways, um, let's continue. There's only one people that has ever in the history of mankind been scattered into every nation on ships as Deuteronomy 28, 64 and 68 declares. There's not other people on planet earth in the history of mankind, in the history of human civilization ever that's been scattered around the whole world to every nation on ships. It's not. It's only one people. So God wanted to make it crystal clear so we didn't have to have no confusion in these end times. So look at this. It doesn't take a rocket science to see who these uh, scriptures are talking about. Only a hardened heart cannot receive this world. But God said he will bring down all the nation's armies down to beg for us. God, I'm preaching. See, the first time we were in captivity, God sent the messenger, Moses, to beg for us to Pharaoh. God, y'all don't want to hear this. This time, God said he will come himself to plead with the world leaders at the G20 summit. God, y'all don't want to hear me. For his heritage, Israel. God, y'all don't want to hear this. Military vehicles have been seen in New York and California. My only question is, who are they preparing to fight? Y'all don't want to hear this. The Bible says that they parted my land. Hmm. And the strangers are passing through the Holy Land. This is what the Bible said, that the strangers live there. I didn't say this. The Bible says that. I'm not in the Holy Land, are you? I ain't never even been there, have you? Oh, that's okay. Uh, and, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. Who fell by the edge of the sword and was led away captive into all nations? Only one people on earth matched these prophecies. Let's continue. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down by the, by the, by the Gentiles. And, and, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles have fully come. Now, my whole life, I thought I was a Gentile, right? 
If you speak to every white American in uh, every white American in America right now, they will happily, for the most part, say they Gentiles. Most of the Black Americans will say, "Okay, yes, I'm Gentiles, right?" Because they don't know who they are. But all my whole life, I thought I was a Gentile, right? So we, so, so now let's take that out of context. We see right here it says to the Gentiles fully come. So we understand what that means. I, I grew up Baptist. I grew up a Christian. So we understand what that means. The Gentiles fully come. That means to the gospel is preached to the whole world. So all the Gentiles have had the ability to be able to accept this Christ, this gospel. God, I'm preaching. You don't want to hear this. See, the so the Gentiles have had the ability to accept this gospel, right? So this is in the end times, right? So this is the end. So, so God said Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles. Okay, so I don't live in Jerusalem, do you? God, that's okay. See, it's easy to understand the Bible, but your mind have been programmed to think about something else. So it says that Jerusalem shall be trodden down by the Gentiles. Do you live in Jerusalem? Okay, that's okay. He said until the end. He says until the end. This is what God says. Until the times of the Gentiles fully come. Right? So that's okay. This is the end, right? Okay, so who lit it? You, you lit it? Okay, that's okay. Okay, so the time of the Gentiles to be fully come is the end of the world. Meaning when the gospel has been preached worldwide. When everyone has had a chance to accept this gospel. So uh, it is clear that Jerusalem has been trodden down by the Gentiles. So this verse is literally saying that Gentiles will live in Jerusalem until the end comes. That's just what the Bible says. It doesn't say that Israelites will live there. It has that you, you can't find one verse where it says that. You can't find one verse where it says that. Not at all. It doesn't say that Jews will live there in the Holy Land, but it literally says Gentiles shall be trodden down by Jerusalem. So Spain is mobilizing their army. France is mobilizing their army. China mobilizing this army. America mobilizing its army. Let the nations be roused. Let them advance to, into the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there I will sit to judge all the nations at the G20 summit. Summit on every side. At the G20 summit. I'm, I'm a judge all... That's okay. Multitudes of multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near and in the valley of decision. So check this out. The article uh, reads, um, I, I, I had an article that I took out of, uh, I believe it was the Wall Street Journal, one of the uh, you know news medias. But it says the meeting is set to discuss the G20 summit. The meeting is set to discuss uh, measures to stave off um, global and economic recession and will include representatives from the World Bank, the one who owned that, the International Monetary Fund, the one who started that, in addition to the World Health Organization, wonder who owns that too. Um, there I will judge all the nations on every side in the valley of decision. So they are going to make decisions at the G20 summit. God, y'all don't hear me preaching. <laughs> decisions mostly about this invisible enemy that they are fighting. This enemy that has brought the world to his knees. God, y'all don't hear me. These world leaders have the ability right now to repent. But the devil is also amongst them. Intentionally sowing divisions. God, y'all don't hear me. Intentionally ensuring that the decisions that they make are in conflict with God. The world has the abilities to make things right. Right now with God and his people. He says, literally, I'm coming to fight the nations for my people. These Jews, these Israelites that God says he has returned to plead with the nations are, are not hard to find. Go into every nation. See who has been sold to the Greeks. The children also of Judah and the children of Jerusalem have been sold ye to the Grecians. Tell me if I'm lying. Are the Americans not the Greeks? Are the Britons, oh God, y'all don't hear me. Are the Britons not the Greeks? Are the French, the Germans? Show me the people who were sold to the Grecians, scattered into all nations. Y'all don't want to hear this. Then show me the same people today in the end times that are living today who are living with violence being committed against them at all at all costs. Check this out. 
Egypt shall be a desolation. The word Egypt means house of bondage. That's what the word literally means. And uh, in Edom, so it means like the house where they went into bondage at. That's all right. You don't want to hear this. The house where they went into slavery at. That's all right. So, and, and Edom shall be a desolation. Uh, shall be a desolate uh, wilderness. The Bible talks about Edom being a very small people who cleave to all nations. These people are very easy to point out. If you just look, they are small in number, but they cleave to many nations or they control many nations. For the, uh, for the violence against the children of Judah, because they have shed innocent blood in the land. So Egypt, which is America, Britain, Iran, Australia, all the nations that are houses or that have been houses of bondage. If you don't want your nation to be a house of bondage, call your congressman today. That's <laughs> You don't want to hear him. <laughs> you don't want to hear this. Call, call your representative today. Call your mayor today and tell them to let the children of Judah go. Call your local authorities today and tell them to let, the, uh, let them out of prisons. How are we uh, the most imprisoned people on earth? I guess if you go over to Britain, I guess if you go over to Spain, I guess anywhere you go, we are just the most corrupt priest people. We just commit the most crimes in all these nations that we just have to be the most imprisoned people on planet Earth. This doesn't sound like this doesn't sound like a conspiracy to you. No, this is facts, right? We're the most imprisoned people on planet Earth. So you tell me why that is, right? Violence is committed against us, as the scripture says it would be. And Edom, which is a small group of people who control America and many other nations, God says will be a desolation for the violence against the children of Judah. So go to any uh, nation I just mentioned. Please go to any nation I just mentioned. See who is murdered on average the most in Britain. Go, go ahead, check it out. Go check it out. See who is murdered. What group of people is murdered the most on average or have the most violence committed against them on average in France. Go check it out. Go check it out. Go look. It's like, like if you think what I'm saying is, 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 a, is a lie, if you think the Bible is a lie, then let's go with your manly facts, your science facts, your worldly facts, and let's go find out if these scriptures actually pertain to a particular people all over the world. Let's go see. Let's go see. Right? Y'all always like people that say we like fact, <laughs> facts over feelings. Well, let's get the facts. We know we the most violent people in America. We don't even need to look that up. Right? We know we got the most violence committed against us in America, whether that's black on black, whether that's police on black, whether that's whatever you want to call black, but we know that's the most that's in America, so we don't even need to look those statistics up, right? But since you don't might not believe it's like that in every country that that we are in around the whole world, please go look it up. Please. It's not hard to find. So in every nation on earth, those who ancestors came there on slave ships still today have the most violence done against them. But what about me? I live in America and I don't want to die because the sins of my father. I don't want to go die and not receive eternal life because the sins of a wicked government. Government. This is what many people are probably saying. Who continue even during the coronavirus to commit violence against the children of Judah. It's really easy for the Gentiles to go to heaven. All you have to do is accept this gospel. Do you know how many will refuse to accept 
this gospel, this word gospel means truth. You know how many right now cannot receive this truth? That not in <laughs> the day of the Lord, they will still not repent. Our hearts are hardened and we cannot accept this version of Christ because this version of Christ is truly for justice for all. Because this version of Christ, oh God, y'all don't want to hear this, is coming to us who lived in the ghettos for 400 years. That's all right. Because this version of Christ is coming to save us who's been your handmaid and your maid service for 400 years. That's right. See, is it not true that you have been the head and we've been the tail for 400 years? Is it not true that you've gotten fat while we've starved for 400 years? You tell me if it's not true in every country. You tell me if it's not true. I told you and I told everybody that the coronavirus, this virus affects black people. I mean, does not affect black people. It affects white people, right? One of the ways I knew that is because God told me that, right? Right off top. But if that wasn't enough for me or for you, when I went to the grocery stores, all the groceries were gone. And I knew, I said, well, black people don't got no money. So we can buy all these groceries in the, in, in the grocery store. The poor will be made rich. We don't have no armies or no tanks. The weak shall be made strong. No one is fighting for us in no courtrooms, right? You have to accept this truth, this gospel. If you want to be a part of the desolation, and, or if you want to be a part of the desolation, if you don't want to be a part, I'm sorry, of the desolation and you want to live forever, then you have to accept this, this gospel. I'm talking about for the Gentiles. Because for Judah, the black Americans, as I mentioned, we can't be killed. We are God's chosen people. The Bible says this, but Judah shall dwell forever in Jerusalem from generation to generation. To be absent from the body is to be present with God in heaven. <laughs> Why would you fear somebody who can destroy the body but not destroy the spirit? God, that's right. I don't want to hear it. Military vehicles seen in New York and California. I asked the question, who are they preparing to fight? President Trump rightly said that it is an invisible enemy that the world is at war with. I love President Trump. He is always so optimistic. You know, he used big words. We're going to, you know, he, you know, we'll, we'll get through this. We're, we're, uh, you know, he, he's real optimistic, you know. And he said in his, you know, latest optimistic speech about the coronavirus, he said, we will prevail against this enemy. I hate to break this bad news to you, Mr. President. No, we will not. This enemy is not an enemy at all to me. And he doesn't have to be to you. God is here to plead with the nations. Let my people go. Like when Moses first got to uh, Pharaoh. This is just the beginning of growing pains. When Moses first walked into Pharaoh the first day, he told him, God has sent me and asked me to let my people go. At this G20 summit y'all about to go to, that's what God is there to uh, bring you guys together to ask you. To let my people go. And this is the beginning of growing pains. The clock has started. Will you let his people go? Or will you allow the evil forces of this world to continue to kill us? To murder us? Unjustly lock us up? And in and bring in the end of the world. And this, and Mr. President, I have to, I have to tell you this. 
but it is really just your choice. If y'all can receive that in Jesus' name, amen. The truth is the truth. There are no alternative facts. I'm preaching right now. Jesus said, the truth shall set you free. I'm free from mental slavery. I'm free from mental slavery. And you're listening to The Truth with Leo Dunson. You can't be a Trump supporter, a Republican. The Democrats own you black Americans. What you think you doing thinking different.